0: Hey, welcome to the podcast by HDBU. Thanks for joining us today. We want this to inspire you, to help you grow in faith and give you the tools to thrive in life. Welcome to the podcast.
1: Hi guys, welcome back to the podcast. Today's episode is on social injustice. Um, Today I'm joined with Mikey, Josh and and Daniel. Um, And if you guys would just like to introduce yourselves and what you do
2: cool so i'm mikey currently i am the uk manager for a21 which is an anti-human trafficking organization fighting modern day slavery
3: hi my name is daniel um i'm currently studying theology and youth ministry at saint malays and um my
0: placements with hdb hi i'm josh um i'm currently doing my apprenticeship and working with creative team at hdb cool
1: um So I suppose we just maybe want to start with defining social justice. Um, And, you know, the prep for this podcast, I was looking at definitions, and the Oxford English Dictionary defined it as justice in terms of the distribution of wealth, opportunities and privileges within a society, which is an interesting definition um, and isn't necessarily what I would associate with social justice. Um, And then I was looking at maybe a more biblical definition, and it talked about two different Um, definitions one being crime and punishment and like a more rectifying justice like arguably prison would be or something like the judicial system or um, the the kind of the other form of justice was when people live their lives with fairness equity and generosity Um, and I suppose I think that's a really important distinction because if you don't kind of pursue the latter, then you wouldn't need the former, if mm-hmm. that makes sense. Yeah, if yeah. every single person lived with fairness, equity and generosity, there'd be no need for the kind of rectifying justice. Yeah. Which is interesting. For
2: real.
1: Um, yeah, so just kind of to set those guidelines up. Um, yeah, so Mikey, what is your like career and how did you get into it?
2: Yeah, so super random. I mean, um, I didn't always start uh, on staff at A21. So before this, really randomly, I used to be, I was training to be a professional dancer. Mm-hmm. So I was trained in Cambridge for Very four cool. years. And um, and then I went on to pursue a career in dance, which lasted around seven to eight years professionally. Mm-hmm. And it was super cool. You know, I was touring the world, different TV shows like X Factor, The Voice, all that cool stuff. <laughs> wow. And um, I heard about this through my local church. Mm-hmm. I heard about the issue of um, human trafficking and it captivated me. Right. And I was just thought. I, I want to do something about it because I always think with an issue like this, once you know, you know, yeah. and it's like you're just saying like we we actually called to live our lives out with in fairness, to, mm-hmm. like treating others how we want to be treated. So yeah, so I just pursued my career in that, but continually mm. supported A21 through events, mm. through different campaigns, through social mm-hmm. media, mm-hmm. and I think something that I love about A21 always have is how much hope they promote within the situation mm-hmm. and how much that each and every one of us can play our part. Mm-hmm. So yeah, so I just started talking to people cool. about the issue of human cool. trafficking while continuing my dance career. Okay. And then it got to a point where I decided that I was ready to retire, which sounds crazy, right? <laughs> um, retire my dance career. And then mm-hmm. this amazing opportunity came up to actually work for yeah. A21. Wow. Oh, cool. Yeah,
1: cool. Um, and correct me if I'm wrong, but the other day I heard a statistic that was like, there's actually more slavery today than there has been. Yeah, you're, at actually, you're right. At any time in the world. Yeah. Which is, yeah, crazy. And I feel like there's such an easy, in today's society, it's so easy for it to hide. Mm. Um, And unless you, you wouldn't like walk in the street and recognize that unless you were kind of went out of your way or someone told you that that was the case. Yeah. Which I think is kind of why it can kind of live so easily and like underground which is scary um yeah and so I don't know if you have any tips or like advice for people who find this issue awful and you know most of the people listening to this podcast would be teenagers yeah and it's just like yeah what can they do while trying to manage their school careers cool
2: I mean I'll answer that, but can I just start like, mm. if I was to say to you guys, so yeah. we all kind of spoke a little bit before, mm. You know, as you mentioned, there are more slaves in the world today than any mm. other point in human history. So they estimate there to be around 45.8 million mm. men, wow. women and children enslaved, wow. right? Mm. 136,000 of those are in the UK. Mm. So <laughs> right on our doorstep and it's hidden in plain sight. So yeah. everything you're saying, you've nailed it. Wow. What What would you guys think? Cause that sounds crazy. It's yeah. very yeah. big statistics, but if I was to say, what do you think you could do to make a difference? Like in your sphere Of influence
0: Showing awareness Yeah um, Yeah. Put more of a focus On it Like an agenda
2: Awesome
0: Um, Yeah Also to Tackle it in the sense of um, Why is it happening Mm. In what Certain areas It's happening in Yeah man Because it's now A thing of like It happens Not just Because when you think Of slaves People intend to Sometimes think The olden days You know Owners Slaves Mm. Colorism That type of thing But it's like Nowadays, because we're in the modern world is like the slaves in the music business mm. and the entertainment industry industry yeah. is like is yeah. a massive problem. Yeah. There's stuff that happens behind closed doors mm. that go mm. through exactly. in sports. Mm. So it's like yeah. slavery has now become a global thing Absolutely. that happens in the everyday world. It's like it's universal basically. Uh-huh. Yeah. Mm. So you've got to start with one thing, put your agenda onto it and continue from there really. For sure. Yeah. And and that's like, how I see it. Yeah,
1: yeah. Like readjusting our definition. It's not like like chattel slavery really mm. anymore. It's like are they given a uh, working like working wages? What's the wage? Living yeah. wage. Yeah, exactly. And it's like are they essentially coerced into the situation? Mm, for real. Um and it's not like it's yeah, it's just different circumstances, yeah. which is something we're not taught, in, taught about in school. Yeah, I love what you
2: guys have alluded to. So you basically talked about like your sphere of influence creating awareness. Mm. So a massive part of the issue, right? What I think is that people mm. aren't even aware that this issue exists. Yeah. So when we said, oh, there are more slaves than any other point in human history, people's first reaction was, wow, really? Yeah. When you mentioned how many are globally and in the UK, mm. let's say specifically, people are always mm. like shocked by it. Because they're not aware that the issue does still exist. As you mentioned, they think of it as someone stood in a marketplace with chains on an Mm. old school thing that had happened. But when we bring it into our local context, it's something like nail bars. It's like car washes that we may come across hidden in plain sight, as you mentioned. So awareness is the key to abolishing slavery. It really is. Because if we can make people aware, we can educate them on what it looks like. They won't fall into Mm. the trap of it but also if people who aren't enslaved us people who are free Mm. if we know what to look for the signs and the indicators then we can actually Mm. report it and have those people rescued out of slavery Mm.
1: and what are the signs
2: yeah so things like does the person speak the language of the country that they're in Mm. you know is it a high turnover in staff is it is there somebody in that area let's say a nail bar are they dominating the nail bar kind of controlling the nail bar Is there right protective equipment? So simple mm. things like those, which are almost can be overlooked, right? You can just go in and go about yeah. your business. It's a fast paced life. But if you see those simple signs that we just mentioned, mm. you can go and report that to the Modern Slavery Helpline number. So that's <laughs> 1, two700 1, for the mm-hmm. UK. Um, but if you report that, they can investigate, launch a case mm. and hopefully go and raid and rescue those people right. out of slavery. Right. So that is the simplest thing that somebody can do, report something. And you could change somebody's life. Mm. I was Mm. speaking to a lady at an airport. We was doing an awareness event at an airport today. And she basically had helped to implement one of our campaigns in the airport. Mm. And Mm. through that, a young girl was rescued out of sexual exploitation. Wow! Because one lady had decided she was going to just play her part. She didn't Mm. think I'm going to go work for an NGO or work for h 21. She just thought, I've got to do something to raise awareness Mm. through that. That's one story she's heard. There's probably Mm. thousands that she hasn't. So that's why I think that a whole awareness side of things is something that we can massively do. No matter how old or young, no matter how educated or uneducated youth feel you are, Mm -hmm. we can all play a part in this.
1: Yeah. And it's also like, I think it's easy to fall into the trap of like, what can I do? And like, you know, my input won't help. But if every single person said that, nothing would happen. Yeah, yeah, for real. So it's like, yeah, the group effort is really important.
2: Even this, I think... So we're just sat around this table, right? Mm -hmm. And we're podcasting to people who will listen. We're having a conversation. This conversation will have a ripple effect. If one Mm -hmm. person, if a thousand people or whatever, listen to this podcast, it will then continue to educate people. Mm -hmm. So by what we are doing now, we are actually making a difference, a significant Mm -hmm. difference in the fight for freedom. Mm -hmm. So I always think that never underestimate what you can do Mm -hmm. just by Mm -hmm. stepping in, like you were saying, just by Joshua, just by stepping in, putting awareness on it, shining a spotlight on it Mm -hmm. and just see what your faithfulness can bring. Yeah, exactly.
1: Um, And I suppose all of us are here in privileged situations. Um, And Just before we found the podcast, we were kind of discussing um, what does it mean to be privileged? And like even being born in a first world country, like out of chance, we are more privileged arguably than other people. Mm -hmm. Um, And so it's like, even why does privilege exist in your opinion? And kind of, what can we do to harness the privilege we have for the like for others? Hmm. I don't know.
2: I mean, I don't know, jump in if you guys think differently, but I think some privilege is definitely a mindset right so more than a, yeah we we're mm. born into let's say this country which is a first world country but it's a mindset that we continue to kind of evolve and build mm. on in our entire life as your life progresses so i think we really especially as christians we have to shake mm. that mindset yeah. to not see ourselves as high and mighty than mm-hmm. anyone else yeah. because we're called to be to be the last, yeah, yeah. which is like the most challenging thing, isn't it? Yeah. When really we, you're called to serve, but I don't feel like serving. You're called to serve, but I'm too right. busy. You're called to serve by X, Y, and Z. Mm. So I yeah, think yeah. it's challenging that mindset. And the only way, this is what I personally believe, the only way that we will ever shape society and change the idea of privilege is if mm. we start living out a way that is countercultural. Yeah. So people will see mm. our lives and go, okay, that's awesome. And it doesn't mean being perfect, right? So Mm. it's not saying, hey, you have to be perfect, but it's taking steps towards I'm not going to live thinking I'm more entitled or better than anybody else Mm. because of where I was born, because of my education, because of the chances and opportunities I have. Mm. So I think kind of remembering that, looking at (laughs) Jesus through his whole life, his sole purpose was to live as the last.
1: Yeah, yeah, exactly. So yeah, I mean, I don't know what you guys thoughts Mm. on that. Yeah. Yeah, and sorry, it's true as well with like, even my phrasing of first world country like implies that you're more privileged if you're more economically prosperous Mm. which again is probably not very counter-cultural and actually like conforms to exactly what society tells us is valuable um yeah it's interesting
0: i agree with what mikey said like the whole thing in terms of like society education that type of thing um like there's a very with privilege there's a very big thing especially like with your name as well mm. So your family's name Your history mm. That type of thing um, And Major of the time The people who Are privileged Don't really know The privilege To them yeah. It's like mm. That's just life Yeah right But it's like It's the same thing Like there's the same When it comes like, to race They say You know A person For example They'll be like A white person May not know the privilege Until you explain it to them yeah. To them mm. That's just life For real So I think like One thing when it comes to privilege Is that we may not we i say there's a lot of lack of understanding because it's not yeah. broken down yeah. to the sense where you need mm. to know you, the life you're living yeah is a good life but the effects it has on other people and other cultures yeah is is i don't know what the word will be to use you know when it's like
1: it's a balance it's a balance yeah, yeah.
0: so there's pros and cons basically sure, yeah and yeah i feel like Sometimes people who are privileged don't even know that the life yeah. they're living, yeah. what it looks like to so other people, yeah, and mm-hmm. the history behind it. For sure. So I feel um a lack of understanding is the thing. And also um a big thing like a world thing that we lack as well is equality as well. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I strongly believe we have a lack of equality in this world. yeah. Where, you know, if you're from certain places you're looked down mm-hmm. upon, but if you're from higher places you're praised, mm-hmm. you yeah. know, all of yeah. that type of stuff. So I think that mindset, because it, it all starts with the mindset. Really. Like For you real? said, it starts with your mindset. Mm. You know, the way you treat someone is the way you feel about them. Mm. Yeah. And yeah.
1: I, I remember seeing this thing and it was like <clears throat> several like men, mm. um, kind of behind a fence. It was like a cartoon mm. and they were all different heights. And it was talking about equality, is them all in their different heights, mm. Not some being able to see over the fence, some not. And then equity, is giving some people boxes to stand on. Oh, I've seen that. that, Yeah, yeah. and I think that makes a lot more sense. Like you can't achieve equality. Like you can treat people in the same way, which isn't necessarily helpful for equality. I don't really know how to define it because it's like, it seems like counter, obviously you should treat people the same way for equality. But in some circumstances, it's better to actually kind of aid aid Mm. other people more than others because That's the whole point of privilege. The people who are privileged already have that advantage. Mm. So instead, aiding people who don't have that advantage Mm. by giving them the box to stand on to see over the fence.
0: Yeah, it's more about, it's it's a thing of empowerment really. It's about if you're privileged in terms of finances and there may be people who may not be the same as you, Mm. about how you can help them with the finance you have. So if it's like education in that community, you know, Mm. starting youth programs or helping them get into better schools or educational systems, you know, that type of stuff. So it's all about what you have and what you've Mm. been blessed with. And it's about how you then use that to take care Mm. of the other people Mm. who are not there as well. I like how
2: you touched on that you're blessed with. So like the Bible tells us we are blessed to be a blessing. And that's actually a command. It's not just a nice scripture. Solomon Mm. wrote that as a command for the people. So no one would live in lack. And it's the same thing. I think sometimes when you think of that, you think money. Yeah. That's money. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But no, God's not talking about just financially. He's yeah. talking mm-hmm. about f- freedom in your mind. Like how yeah. can you equip someone and help educate yeah. someone? So that's yeah. a massive part of the job that I do. Yeah. It's not mm-hmm. just throwing money at a situation. It's mm-hmm. how do we educate people and yeah. equip yeah. people mm-hmm. to live in freedom, true yeah. freedom. So yeah. Yeah. yeah, awesome.
0: Yeah. I mean, and like going back to like how we are talking about Solomon and everything, even in the Bible, like, if you look at the story of Abraham, Mm. there's like blessings as well mm. and some of the privilege like you said he was there to get freedom for and real? then God said to him like you be a blessing not just to your family but to nations yeah. after yeah. you as well yeah. and that's been going on for like years and generations and generations so it's like there's mm. a lot of things to do with blessings and privilege that speaks in the Bible and I agree with what you said like there's a reason why God has put people in situations yeah. of blessings yeah, mm. yeah. but sometimes they may not understand that because yeah. they may not have that Christianity background or maybe yeah. no one has actually spoken to them and be like you know what you have here like or broken it down like you have something other people want so why don't you do something Mm. that could benefit mm, others totally Mm. but yeah
1: and back to like the biblical definition of justice it's like fairness equity and generosity Mm. and there's like an obligation as you were saying that there's an obligation to kind of give generously as well both financially and kind of with all our strength. yeah so i suppose from a more like christian perspective like how should we engage with social justice and like the pursuit for justice in a particular like Christian setting. I don't know if, should, yeah. I, should I start? Um, yeah, I'd love to hear well, it. Like, I think understanding that all people are made in God's image is really important. Mm-hmm. And like, yeah, the kind of not thinking, as we were saying earlier, that you're better than someone else mm. because of privilege or someone else is worse because they're in a situation where they're not, um, kind of, you know, yeah. treated with justice yeah. um, and also not pursuing like being unjust because you think you're better.
2: Mm. Mm-hmm. True that, yeah.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: Joshua,
0: what do you think? And then Daniel. um I agree with what you said. I feel like sometimes there's a misconception we have on people in yeah. terms um, of, oh, because they're not Christians or they do this, you know we shouldn't help them or the sinners or blah, blah, blah. And that's not with every Christian. That's just with just some people that are out there. And it's like with other religions as well, it's the same. But I think it's also just that mindset of realizing like we're all made in God's image. God loves everyone. You Uh know, if he sat down with, you know, tax collectors that were stealing and, you know, all of that that type of stuff, we Mm -hmm. could do the same as well. Mm -hmm. So I think it's just being more loving and just realizing like, even though that person's in a bad situation, but, the same person that created you created them Yeah. so it's about you just coming out of that mindset of oh I'm not going to help you because you're a sinner mm. but also just being like I'm going to help you I'm going to help you reach a better place with yeah. Yeah. no yeah. agenda exactly not because mm.
2: you can give me or you yeah. will or yeah. because it's going to feed my ego on yeah. my social media yeah. Yeah, just yeah. purely out of a true yeah. heart of I want to help yeah. Yeah. because yeah. I know what I've been helped I know what I've yeah. been, you know that's yeah. the thing yeah. when you it's do something
0: true. with a pure heart with no not trying to get anything yeah. in return mm. You see the difference Than when you're trying to do it Trying to get something in return For sure
2: Mm. You know I think it is So I'll I'll just talk Londonly specific But like in London it's incredible Like when we see things like Grenfell Towers I know it's like a really Mm. tragic issue that happened Mm. But I think it's incredible When you see the community come around Mm. As Mm. the answer and the solution to the problem Mm. Right and you see that through loads of different things That have happened Mm. over the course of However many years But I think it just shows power in unity In community Mm. where people are just no one was getting a reward for that. Yeah. Like no one was getting their photo mm. taken when they got to the bank to give all the clothes and toiletries. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. They were just doing out the goodness of their heart, which everyone has inside mm. of them. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And I think that's a real picture of like us as Christians is to yeah. make sure that we're on the front line of that, the front runners of mm. it without just trying to be like, hey, this is my Instagram mm. feed. Look at me give. Yeah. None of that yeah. stuff It's not about And that there will be that thing There will be that side Where you, someone will come Alongside you and say Hey awesome for what you're doing yeah. Because yeah. it's natural When you see that yeah. But it's the agenda What is your mm. agenda Your true agenda yeah. Within it What yeah. are you yeah. saying.
1: saying um, And I find it really interesting Like even looking at children And like how everyone has an intrinsic sense of justice yeah and like if a child takes another child's toy the child whose toy was stolen is going to be like give me back my toy (laughs) it's like why because it's my toy yeah and obviously that's such a stupid example but like it's the same there's such a sense of like justice in every person yeah for sure um which kind of yeah shows even more like how we're like not little gods but like how we're all kind of a reflection of god i suppose and like his you know just mercy um, yeah and Mm. stuff yeah
2: and I think, like, I think we just need to be the church, right? Yeah. Yeah. And I, I say this, I think I, you may have heard me say this a million times, but mm-hmm. that whole premise of Christianity doesn't need a new definition. It needs a new demonstration. Yeah. 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 So it doesn't need us or anyone to sit and define what Christianity is. This is what it looks like. This is what we should do. This is what we should, should, should. It needs us to go, this is what I will do. This is what I vow to do. This is what I'm going to do. And I I like, so Christine Kane, she's the founder of A21 and her story, Mm. right? I've known it for near 10 years or something. And it still like inspires me every single day because she started, she heard about the issue of human trafficking in Greece in an airport. She was told by the person she was with that it was just an issue. You know, it was human trafficking. Mm. And almost everyone around her, not in the Christian context, but in the worldly context said, you don't know enough, you're not educated, you're too this, you're too that, you're too young, you're just a woman, all this stuff, which said, don't do anything about it. But I love the fact that she was like, as a Christian, I believe that I serve a God that is greater than all and that I can do something. Not for one second did she think, I'm gonna start an anti-human trafficking organization. She just thought I can be a voice, for those people. The same yeah. way that each and every one of us. Everyone listening can be a voice. Mm. Yeah, Everyone yeah. has social media. Yeah. Everyone can create their own podcast. Everyone can tweet. Can Instagram. Can do something to raise awareness on the issue. Mm. So that's where Christine Kane started. And now you know. 11, 12 years mm. on. We have 18 mm. offices globally. Wow. Wow. Because one wow. woman decided. That she was going to step into the gap. And not in a way that was like. I'm going to do it. Because I want to. Not at yeah. all. There was no selfish gain there. It mm. was purely. This is the kingdom of God, justice. Mm. So this is what I'm going to do. And I I just think for all of us, for old generations, young generations, Mm. we should never write ourselves Mm. off and we should know that we have a part to play in this. We all have a voice. And that's where I started. I've realized, oh, I have a voice in this. And my voice has influence. And it doesn't have thousands of people influence. I'm not saying that. Mm. It has maybe five or 10 influence, but still that influence has a ripple effect, which then goes on to have a ripple Mm. effect. So Mm. I would say to like people, no matter who you are or where you are, you can do something. Use social media in a positive light. Mm. Use your voice in your sphere of influence. If you want to start running events and stuff, I know, obviously, Liz, we're busy with school and university and stuff mm. like that. But there's so much that we can do to educate people on the issue mm. and let people in on the journey. Yeah, exactly. Because yeah. I alone yeah. will never end slavery. Yeah, Christine Kane alone will never end slavery. Mm. But I believe that if four of us sit around this table and have a conversation that echoes to the ears of mm. 10, 100, 1,000 people, we're slowly but surely going to end yeah. slavery. And that's the mm. mission, isn't it? Yeah. yeah. yeah.
1: Mm. And it's like social injustice, like the word social society, like not to sound cringe, but we are all society. And to kind of think that we aren't, we don't have a part to play, but also that, not that we're to blame, but that there's kind of, I don't think we could ever have a level of separation from ourselves and like modern slavery because it's social injustice and we're also like part of society. Mm -hmm. And so like kind of, because we're internal, and like within society, we also have the capacity to change it because ultimately yeah. the people who are in society define the society. Yeah,
0: for mm. real. Yeah, I agree, I agree with that. I feel like it's also like what you said is very good in the terms of because sometimes we feel because it's not happening to us, mm. it doesn't happen. Mm, yeah, yeah. And it's also a thing of we need to also be able to come together as one. Yeah. So that that's including like working with the people in power that are governing our mm. country. Yeah and you know no matter what you may feel about them personally but those are the people that have the authority to make Mm -hmm. the decisions yeah and sometimes about putting just your feelings aside but doing it for the people Mm -hmm. that actually need Mm -hmm. your help i think is in for the common good yeah exactly i think it's in romans where paul writes you know when he's writing all the letters and everything to the churches and to the people he's like you know love your governors and governesses Mm -hmm. because these are people that god has chosen to rule the countries or places that they're in. For real. And it's like mm. no matter what you may think about them, but these are the people of God and he has put them in this position for that reason. Yeah. I think also just having that mindset, like in the letters that Paul wrote, like, you know, sometimes we may feel the decisions they make are not good, but we have to love them. For sure. And respect them. Yeah. They the they're the ones that are gonna, you know, give us the green light to go ahead and do yeah. these type of things. So we need them. That's But it's just about come yeah. together yeah. as one. Yeah. Yeah.
2: Mm-hmm. yeah. I love that. Mm.
1: Yeah. And it's so interesting when you're talking about grandfather there's kind of some like the sadness in the fact that there has to be such extreme kind mm. of sadness for it to kind of ignite people. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and because as like you were talking modern slavery, it's like in hiding in plain sight Yeah. and there's kind of such a lack of like, it might never like slap you in the face in the sense in the same way that grandfather will yeah. mm. because it all happened so fast and at once. Um, and so, yeah, no, it's hard to kind of have to brew as much passion, mate. Like, arguably, in people mm. because it's like a constant kind of brewing thing. Yeah, um, which is yeah, that's I'm an sure.
2: interesting thought. And it's like, because I, I definitely, you know, I've like I said, I've known for a twenty one since I heard Christine Kane speak, yeah. and um, I've always had this like, because it's easy when you hear the big figures and that mm. to be like. Ah, enraged and like I've got to do something, Mm. but I just kind of I've challenged myself and I challenge like everyone just Mm. to take it Mm. back to the one. So if I knew right that I was a part of one person's life being set free, that is good enough for my entire life. Yeah, Yeah. do I mean like to know just just to know that I was one part of the journey, no Mm. matter what part it was. You know that I got to be one part. Mm. So it is that thing of like not waiting for someone to hit you with a big statistic. And I love that you said that because it's so um, significant. Not to wait for a big statistic to to make you get up and out of your seat and do something, but just understand the significance that you can make in one person's life by the smallest or the biggest action is game-changing. Yeah,
1: and it's also like one is better than nothing as well. So if you do nothing, because sometimes I feel like if I hear the big statistics, obviously I'm shocked. There's also a sense of hopelessness because I'm like, this is so massive, Mm. there's kind of no sense in me trying because I can't achieve like. Something that big scale yeah. in response to something that's so big scale, um, but yeah, I suppose, yeah, it's like voting. As I said earlier, like if no one voted, nothing would happen. Yeah, yeah, so, yeah. yeah, it's yeah.
2: True. and imagine if like all those years ago, Christine Kane just thought, "I'm just one person. What's the point?" <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Imagine if Martin Luther yeah. King done the same. Yeah. I'm just one person. What's yeah. the point? And yeah. it's like, and even like Jesus. Yeah,
1: obviously Jesus was God, so a bit <laughs> of an advantage. <laughs> yeah. but like, yeah, he was just ultimately one man, and he's defined kind of uh, yeah. several societies yeah. Um. even 2,000 years later. Absolutely. Like we're yeah. sitting here because of one man. Yeah. yeah. Also God, but yeah. for my analogy, we'll leave that aside for now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
0: And like, in terms of like, That mindset of I'm just one man What's the point But actually going for it Mm. So like the other day I don't know if you guys Watched it The Brits Awards Mm -hmm. And the whole thing We know with Dave's performance Yeah
2: I haven't seen that though But I really want to see it People have been tweeting Like Really The
0: whole stuff behind that Is like He did something And was a smart player Because he knew National TV Millions are going to watch it And what he was rapping about Is going to be spoken about The next day And all those things happened But it's like He did in the sense of he wasn't just rapping about Cars, girls He was rapping about Situations that are going on yeah. It's right? so like yeah. the whole Windrush thing Yeah And about just Our government Different things So he's brought light To something yeah. mm. That wasn't really spoken about Yeah But it's done in a way Knowing that It's yeah. going to be Like he said tweeted yeah. Everyone was talking yeah. about yeah. It Once it happened Yeah And you know And like Him just having that mindset Like even though it's just me on that stage, but mm. my uh-huh. voice can speak volumes.
2: Yeah, yeah exactly. and using right. this platform to yeah, reach out. Yeah, yeah,
1: it's like not only yeah. is he one man, but he's also using his privilege. Exactly. To kind of do, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah, and that is
2: just <laughs> such a good thought, isn't it? Like, yeah. how much more as Christians? I mean, I don't know where Dave's at with yeah. it. Let's just hope he is <laughs> yeah. uh, with God. And that's so awesome. Yeah. But um, God can use anyone, right? Yeah, that's and How same. much more as Christians do we actually just mm. want to believe that our voice carries that weight? Yeah. yeah. You know, the Bible tells us that the same spirit that resurrected Jesus lives in us. Right. Yeah. Mm. So like we actually have the same authority when we speak. Yeah. Mm. which is like a nuts thought but then it's just like let's speak hope into situations yeah. let's speak yeah. truth into situations and let's just mm. collectively come together to live out this journey yeah, yeah. which yeah. I just think is cool like yeah. I think mm. there's nothing more relevant mm. than like what you guys are doing with this podcast yeah. mm-hmm. you know what I mean using your sphere of influence using your voice your opinion to shape a society to bring awareness yeah. to human trafficking okay. I think that's game changing yeah. Yeah. Oh,
1: yeah
3: um I definitely think you all of you already touched up on it but um for me it, it sounded sounds a lot like not to assume mm. like um I grew up I grew up in Southeast Asia and or just I'm I'm guessing you guys can, can also relate but um I mean we went to schools we had uniforms on but my mm. friend could have like I went to his house his house looked completely different to mine mm. and it's just um I was just my I was just like Never assume yeah. of somebody's yeah. of somebody's um lifestyle of, yeah. or yeah. or of somebody's conditions, yeah. um, just because they're also in the same school as you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like schooling here is free if you want to, to mm-hmm. go to school, right? Yeah. And yeah. so, having not assuming and asking those questions, yeah. you know, just asking those questions and 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 getting to know people instead yeah. of just being like, oh, we go to the same school. Or or oh, we yeah. go to the same workplace. Or oh yeah. we live in the yeah. same city, London, mm. such an amazing city. Um, you must you must also be just as privileged as I am. Mm. Yeah. Um, mm. but instead of asking and getting to know that person, getting mm. to know their situation, getting to know their story. And I mean like like as Christians, right, we're called to be yeah. like Christ. Mm. And fundamentally, I mean Jesus just came alongside the oppressed, mm. Jesus came alongside the people that were mm-hmm. looked down on the people that yeah. were not accepted into society and he 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 lived yeah. life with them yeah. he asked and them questions he 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 was interested in their lives as well and i um I mean it's so easy for us to just to just assume yeah, but yeah. then instead, you know what if I'm being called if I'm a Christian and if I want to be like Christ, I should going out there and 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 asking those questions mm-hmm. yeah going out there and um mm-hmm. and 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 siding with the people that are oppressed going Mm -hmm. out there and saying you know what okay maybe i'm privileged but what can i do yeah like 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 josh and like Mm -hmm. mikey said sharing on instagram sharing on social media Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. what you know and using your platform to help those oppressed to help those that are Mm -hmm. suffering
2: yeah Um, yeah. how dope would that be to see like a whole a whole flip of of social media so Mm -hmm. it's not used in a negative bashing kind of way which is just I mean, we've seen all over the news recently. It just has like tragic effects. Mm -hmm. But to see it used in a positive way, to shine light on a situation, not like this is so negative, but in a way that is, hey, let's come alongside Mm. this Mm. and combat human trafficking. Mm. Let's join A21 in the fight for freedom. Mm. I just think it's game-changing. But like you were saying, it takes time. and It takes dedication Mm -hmm. to say, I am going to. Instead of, I would like to, I am going to, and you do it. Yeah, it's so
1: easy to be complacent. But when there's like an active pursuit for justice, then, you know, we can all change kind of circumstances that for so sure. many people
2: yeah. yeah yeah
3: what's that what's that saying um you're you're a little droplet in like a massive ocean <laughs> yeah. yeah just like being yeah. that one person right. and us as the church as the global church mm. or even just as somebody that has a heart you know <laughs> mm. for, and, and that is shocked by these statistics yeah. and just wants to go out and share that no matter if you have <gasps> five followers or if you have five thousand followers just posting something on your story or posting something on your feed or tweeting about something or just Mm. telling your neighbor Mm. about it 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 has like you said that Mm. ripple effect yeah for sure
1: yeah and i suppose what i've kind of also struggled with is the perpetrators and Mm. like i hate them (laughs) but like i know like i remember watching this sermon by this like american preacher i have absolutely no clue his name but he's basically saying don't ever hate anyone because mm. well, don't ever hate anyone and don't ever think that what they do mm. and what they've done couldn't be something that you could do. Mm. And don't think that kind of the evil actions they've done are something that isn't in your heart as well. Yeah, yeah.
2: Right. Well, It's tough.
1: Yeah. And so that kind of thing, I'm like, I would hope that I would never like facilitate modern slavery, mm. but then I'm also like, and I, you know, thoroughly thoroughly dislike the people who would but then i'm like how do i kind of deal with that emotion without kind of also being unjust to an extent because i'm like we're all human Mm. and it's so hard like with our human eyes and we is there such like a black and white element that we have where it's like that's bad and this is a bad person and this is a good person when really you're either perfect or you're not and all of us are not Mm. so we can't really like say that yeah. that sin is worse than another because sure. it, mm. I have this analogy which I like to use and mm. it's like say we're all on a cliff face and we're all on the cliff and someone who tells one lie about homework or whatever jumps off the cliff but it's not that far so it's like one meter away from the cliff mm. but ends up on the ground and then someone who might as 10 people I don't know mm. a bigger bigger sin in our eyes like jumps further off the cliff and is further away from the cliff face than the other person but they both end up on the floor and mm. it's like you end up in the same place no matter like the kind of level well, yeah. of your sin yeah. and so it's like yeah I don't know with that in mind like how would you guys approach like mm. even contemplating someone who would kind of pursue injustice
2: super difficult hey yeah, but, um, yeah. and I, something that I do think about quite mm. regularly I mean like you I stand that side where it does like I have like this real righteous anger towards it mm. yeah. but then it's that thing like we spoke about to not think that I'm above anyone mm. or or in that context so I've always kind of I don't know this premise which I heard from my pastor and it says as, as Christians our job <laughs> is to love people mm. mm-hmm. the Holy Spirit's is to convict mm. and God's is to change okay. wow. so and I mean it's massive because like it shows you what your job is yeah. It's not to judge anyone, convict, yeah. try and change any. Yeah, That's yeah. none of your business. Well, yeah. Do you trust God enough that he can do mm-hmm. it? I hope we do. That's awesome. So yeah. all our job is to do is actually just love people where mm. they're at. And I mean, I'm, I'm not saying I'm going to intentionally go out and find traffickers and love on them. Because it's, it's just not going to be what I'm face yeah. to face with. But what yeah. I will do is love people in my sphere, yeah. in my world. Yeah. And I just think when I, when I heard that, it was real freeing as well. Yeah. Because it took all that pressure of me to try yeah. and make this person this and this. Yeah, I'm just wow. going to love on people. And mm-hmm. that's what Christ did. Yeah. Wow. He, with like, his disciples. You
1: can, oh, you who have never sinken through the first stone. Mm-hmm. Is it, yeah. Really? yeah okay.
2: And like his disciples, he didn't say, hey, come with me. But you stop drinking, you stop doing this and you don't think about this anymore. He just said, just come follow me because he knew that if he got them around him, loved on him Mm. the way that he could, he could, it would then actually Mm. like infect them with love that they would only be able to then reproduce love. Yeah. Yeah. You know, which I just think is amazing. Yeah. Yeah. And it's a weight off.
1: And when you know you're loved, why would you pursue anything other than love? Yeah, Mm. for sure. Yeah. Yeah.
2: Like real, real love. Mm. And it's like we constantly battle with the flesh. Yes. But again, our job is to love others our job is to love ourselves you know because we understand the love it's that agape love which is an all-encompassing love not a love because you've got a title love because you've got a career love because you're this or you give me this it's love which is just no strings attached yeah Yeah. so yeah it's huge and that's why it's important to understand that and then i mean when it comes to loving others if we try and live out in that premise yeah Yeah. i mean hearing those analogies i i was just reminded of one of the stories that um I don't know about if you guys
3: know about a uh, um, American pastor, um, Rich Wilkerson Jr. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, shout out Rich. Yeah. <laughs> but shout out Sunday service. He, yeah. Are you listening? Yeah, right. he, he had this post that I just stumbled across and basically um, for some reason his, his his car got stolen oh. yes yeah, and that. then yeah you saw yeah, that post saw that. right and then he he puts up another post and he says oh our car got was it's found yeah. but i want to give those people that stole my car a chance yeah, right cool. i want to i want I, I forgive you i love you he kept on mm-hmm. saying those words i forgive you i love you yeah. um why don't you come to my church on sunday make yourself known yeah and i'll give you an internship mm-hmm. not paid internship but an intern and mm-hmm. it's that in, and in like, my it's not paying money like, no, yeah so. but <laughs> but it's it's still a life changing yeah, internship yeah and but to me, that was like, wow, that's like, like so many times we're called to live like jesus yeah. and in a sense that is kind of an idea of what it could look like. Mm-hmm. it doesn't have to be that extreme or that big it yeah. can be yeah. can be so small that like it can like i mean know your know your influence know what yeah. where you stand yeah. and what what influence mm-hmm. you have um but it's yeah. that forgiveness and that second Mm. chance and that just like love instead of hate
1: because yeah in school i do rs at at school and like we were looking at um situation ethics and like the premise of basing kind of moral kind of like ethical theory on agape love as you were saying um and it's like is that like is that just because like Mm. i suppose this sounds weird to say but if you think about god like he's almost unjust in a sense that it's positive for us Yeah, and
2: true.
1: you know we we don't deserve heaven but we have it anyway because of mm. how much he loves us yeah. and yeah. he loves us so much that he's obviously the price that was paid is just but the fact that we get to heaven probably isn't definitely mm. isn't um but it still like happens yeah. um so yeah it's like being being like god so much and following agape love so much that actually we almost seem Unjust, but in a positive mm. way, yeah, right. which sounds very strange to say, mm. but yeah, yeah, uh, And
0: like for me, like just like with what we're talking about now, like loving mm-hmm. people, I think last week, last week Wednesday, I really like God really showed me like how much we have to love people. Mm-hmm. So last week oh. Wednesday, um, I was at Wormwood Scrubs, and it's one of the prisons in Hammersmith, mm-hmm. and it's one of the prisons that HTB do alpha at. Mm-hmm. and I was there, um. There was probably like between 14 to 20 prisoners in that um alpha alpha service and we had this moment where we had to go pray for them mm. there was this guy um i'm not going to mention his name um i prayed for him but as i was praying for him god was speaking to me before i prayed for him like i was like should i mm. go to him because he had been prayed before mm. but you know when god just tells you to go to that person yeah so I'm like cool yeah. i'm gonna go to him i prayed for him as i'm praying for him now Like, I'm just getting, like, visions, pictures. And I said to him, I've just got this feeling that you're searching for God. And Mm. literally, this guy started breaking down in tears. Uh, Mm. He was standing up. He's falling back down onto his seat. Then after I said that, I got another vision. It's, like, in a hallway. But you know when you're running, but you're running as in you're looking for something. Mm. So it's, like, him, but he's running, and he's looking for something. And it's, like, God wants you to know that he sees you. He sees that you're searching for him. Yeah. And he sees what you're doing while you're searching for him. And he wants you to know that he's there. And yeah. obviously the circumstances that you're in right now are obviously like unfortunate. Yeah. But mm-hmm. he's going to take care of it. Mm. For real? And yeah. with him was the thing of like, I just got a sense. You know when you're around so many people and they're like, God is good. God is great. You know, mm-hmm. he's amazing. But you're like, all well, this thing you're saying, I'm not seeing it for myself. That's so how can true. I believe? Uh-huh. And that's yeah. just the situation he was in. It's like, he's in prison. He said he's been there for like, I think he's been there for a month now or four months. Yeah. But it's like... He's hearing about this God, yeah. but where's he for me? Yeah. So he's yeah. like, you know what?
1: Yeah.
0: Let me go find him myself if that's where it has to take. Yeah. And yeah. And I think one thing we have to take into account into consideration is that these people we may find it hard to love sometimes went through something yeah. for them mm-hmm. to be in that position. Exactly. Yeah. And there's because yeah, there's always gonna be a backstory mm-hmm. onto how someone mm-hmm. ended up into where they are. Oh right. mm-hmm. So it's about cause majority of the time people don't really want a friend, they just want someone to talk to you and listen mm-hmm. to them. Yeah. so I think it's also loving them but yeah. also being that person that could actually mm. sit down with them and listen to what they have to say because yeah. sometimes it's a thing of neglect they didn't have no one growing up yeah. so they yeah. had to be out there yeah. by themselves and find a way of survival yeah. But ended up in a situation where they're not in a good position.
1: Yeah, yeah. and it's and like it doesn't just it, like it doesn't justify their actions, but it yeah. explains them. Yeah, and mm-hmm. I think once we like make an effort to understand other people, yeah. it's so much easier to kind of yeah. relate to them and be kind of yeah. kind and compassionate because yeah. there's a mutual kind of understanding. Yeah. You know I mean? yeah.
2: yeah, And no one's too far gone, right? Yeah, no. yeah. Do you know what yeah. I mean, like that's something to remind ourselves mm-hmm. nice of. And I like with what I do, I remind myself of that. Mm-hmm. So there is no person enslaved or no person who's free from slavery yeah. or whatever their story looks like are too far gone for God's goodness to touch mm, their yeah. life exactly. yeah. and I always pray this you know I always just pray that those men women and children who are enslaved that yeah. God goes before them and gives them hope somehow mm. some way that's not yeah. my job to know but mm. just gives them hope in their situation that people like us are playing their part to make a difference mm. to come and help rescue them yeah. and I know it sounds yeah. crazy to say but stuff, something like this a podcast which can seem simple, right? Mm. But it does play a part in the mm. bigger story of their freedom. Yeah. Yeah. So I don't know. I just think it's awesome. Yeah. 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 I and
1: mean, we yeah. never know what God will use anything that's the thing. Amen. Yeah. 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 Legit. Yeah, that's, that's Christine Kane's story. <laughs> like <laughs> yeah. she never yeah. thought that.
2: My story, I never mm. thought I was a dancer. For real. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, mm. Yeah. just yeah. in my yeah. head i'm just dancing around having fun yeah. and i never thought that god would use me in a way that's like significant like this yeah mm-hmm. but it just goes to show and that was before i came on staff so i'm not saying my role gave right. me significance yeah. not at all mm-hmm. my heart for god and the, the thing that he put inside of me gave me significance gave me a voice yeah. and gave mm-hmm. me absolute mm-hmm. right standing to do what i do mm-hmm. in that moment
0: yeah. Yeah, like, so, um, yeah. everyone but, has a story really from for real. calling yeah. Yeah,
2: exactly. Yeah. Yeah, everyone has a calling. Yeah. I was thinking like if you have breath in your lungs you have purpose. Yeah. You know? And our purpose as Christians is to glorify Christ. Yeah. yeah. And that will look different for every single person like yeah. we don't all have to do one thing. Yeah. But I think like whatever is in line with God's will, we need to be a part of. And yeah, you'll yeah. find your grace zone, right? You'll yeah. we'll all find out, like mm-hmm. this is definitely where I feel yeah. God has called yeah. me 100%. Mm-hmm. And it's I feel like it's my grace zone where someone else might say, "Hey, I've got a real heart for yeah. fashion." Yeah. And I feel like God's called me to be an influence in that, in mm. that area and awesome yeah. that's what we need to be about you know yeah. Yeah. never writing people off knowing that we have a voice and we have influence and we have purpose within yeah. any area that we're in yeah. don't wait for an opportunity don't wait for a microphone don't wait for a stage don't mm. wait for the next person to come and do it know that in your school in your university in the coffee shop you mm. work in wherever you are you have influence you yeah. Can, yeah. and you can bring the kingdom of God which was what Jesus mm. told us to pray you yeah. can bring the kingdom of heaven down to earth yeah in that place that you are yeah. you don't need x y and z yeah. your moment is your moment now yeah. is your moment yeah yeah yeah. Yeah. Would, yeah it's that like you basically said it i mean like being that light
3: mm. bearing christ's light and bringing it into that into whatever field you are in yeah, um and it's just also like like being culture setters yeah, yeah. For real. yeah. like
1: yeah, yeah and it's like not even helpful to not that it's not helpful, but if every single person who was a Christian felt that they were called to the church, there would be such a divide. And yeah. it's like, we yeah. in fact need people in the secular world to kind of change, maybe change it from the inside out. Definitely, kind of yeah, thing. yeah, definitely.
2: So, yeah. Yeah. Look at Kanye Look with like exactly. his album that yeah. he's dropped. Yeah. He hasn't released yeah. like, it's only in the Christian charts. He's like, <laughs> yeah. dropped this album, mm. which is fire by the way. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Like, both yeah. albums mm-hmm. are sick. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, And he's just using his influence in that industry to make a difference. Like I heard some crazy stuff. I watched this two hour interview with him and Zane Lowe. Oh yeah. Yeah. And like, he's talking about when he made the album, he asked everyone to fast and pray who worked on the album. And I'm like, that's super dope because like he's bringing them in on that journey Mm -hmm. without being weird and, you know, mm. just bringing them in on the journey and the why behind it. Yeah. I just thought that's yeah. so cool. Yeah,
1: and like even um, on the Sunday Service album with like um, Week and um, Back to Life, they're yeah. like pop songs yeah. that have been yeah. like converted mm. into yeah. gospel music, yeah. which is yeah. crazy. But I feel
0: like that's what he's doing is good in terms of he's still keeping the hip-hop, uh-huh. yeah.
2: but it's just changing the lyrics. Yeah, Jesus Lord mm. is a fire album. Exactly. Yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. And yeah. like with Chance the Rapper, there yeah. was an interview I was watching with Kirk Franklin and, and him, I can't remember. But it was like... um people who are listening to music that's like got sampled gospel music in it yeah. it's like there's kind of this like little roots growing and seeds planted that aren't necessarily conscious yeah. but that mm. actually like still have such a big effect mm. on people
2: and let's just be christians and just help water them yeah, yeah. as exactly. they go along how do you water them with love yeah. Yeah. how do you water them with grace how do you water them with mercy let's just continue to live out yeah, yeah. the fruits let it water those small seeds and let it water our own seeds Mm because we're all trying to grow Mm -hmm. as we go um yeah i think that's the
1: amen well thank you so much for listening and thanks for joining us today appreciate you all